Yeah, they're having me do this too. So welcome to Keep Your Slightly Larger Hat On. Bits and bobs the boys couldn't quite squeeze into just one hat. Where we're going, who the hell knows? But here it comes. So enjoy. By the way, Ty, I need coffee. You need coffee? I need I need good and real coffee. You want? So, uh, we need to talk, dude. I want a I want a light bean at a medium roast with a lot of body. I, well, high I gotta, acid is high acid is fine. I gotta I gotta play um, or I gotta I gotta put in an order. So we'll okay. see what they. Oh, I'll get on the line with you when <laughs> when I'm doing it, and um, we'll see. Right. We'll just see what's available. Uh, I'm a I'm a fan of Nicaraguan, by the way. Nicaraguan Cent- and Antiguan. Central America, baby. Well, hard to go wrong. Although there's a lot of Vietnamese coffee that's really fucking good. Vietnamese, yeah. Africa. Yeah. And I mean, Vietnam, they're still, they're the number one, their number one export is coffee. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. No, I actually just found my copy of Man in the Universe again. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a whole being. Um, a whole being? You need a grinder for that. Yes, you, know? you do. Uh, I, got, I, got, I got a burr grinder. By the way, Robert, are you using an electric grinder or are you doing hand grinding? I'm using an electric grinder. It's just easier. I mean, I figure it really I'm... really is. I'm... I'm uh, I mean, there's... there's talk. There's a yeah. There's a difference. There's a difference there. But I'm spending a lot of time roasting it myself. So, yeah, roasting it myself is is uh, is really That's the thing. Yeah, that's the magic. Uh, I'm I'm generally agnostic when it comes to. I mean, I do like. I use a burr grinder, but I use an old burr grinder. Okay. And it, oh man, it, it does its job. Yeah, absolutely. I still get, I still get a lot of dust. Absolutely. Uh, but, Normally, what I do is I just save up the dust in a separate container until I have enough to do two two <laughs> decent shots of espresso in the machine. You cup. guys are giving me you guys are giving me these weird flashbacks. Okay, so back in the ancient days, <laughs> back in the day when I was still cool and and a and a sophisticated urban type, downtown Toronto. Oh yeah, um, my best friends, two of my best friends, Hugh and Ann Miller, uh, Ann was the accountant for a bunch called Timothy's Coffees of the World, which was like one of the very first shishi boutique. This is like 1980, right? Right. Coffee places. And so I got all of this insane uh, coffee at cost, right? So like I was like all up to, all up in the Sumatran and the original Kona right. and Blue Mountain. Yeah. Blue Mountain is from Jamaica. Blue the Mountain. The real stuff. Yum. And it's like I went crazy for about two years, you know, plunger pot, uh, pour over, you know, uh, different stuff. And I, I, this went on for about three years. Um, and at one point I finally just got sick of it and I just wanted a fucking cup of coffee. I didn't want, you know, I didn't want to, to check out the chocolate notes, you know, I just wanted, so I've gone back to Colombian. <laughs> Robustas. Robustas. No, no. Oh, Arabica oh, always. Oh, Robustas, <laughs> Robustas and pebbles. That's if you yeah. woke up Picked really up off of the late. Floor. Yeah, well, it, you know what? Robusto is just if you were uh, up really, really late and you need mm-hmm. or you're an all night study thing. Robusta yeah. will kick your ass. Absolutely. It does. Yeah. But that's about oh, the I've accidentally only had thing. some. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's like a half an Adderall. Yeah. It is when like, yeah, uh, when I was wow. when I was at Arizona State, we uh we had a buddy kind of in our circle of friends named Andres who uh was from Argentina, I believe. Oh, mm-hmm. And 
And he would go home and visit on the holidays. And he would come back with packs and packs of coffee for all of us. He was and he, the beans in. And 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 the the robusta was especially popular around the architecture department and, and the design department because we were constantly pulling all nighters, and that was the that was the shit that got us. Man, around. I bet. Right. Have you guys had? Have, let me ask you this then: Have you had? Have you had uh, Puerto Rican coffee? Oh yes. Yeah. 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 I, I only have only ever been there one time, and that was one of the best things. About, well, Puerto Rico turns out to be like amazing. Oh, we, we should don't we should deserve, make a mistake. We don't deserve. No, we Puerto don't. Rico. We don't. We really, but, we really don't. But finding out their coffee, we took the we took the highway across the top in the mountains and stuff, and the coffee was just like. Of course, it's like fresh as the Dickens, right? So that's probably the yeah. main thing. I'm, but I'm, man, getting a, I'm getting a West Side Story moment here. Well, and that was. <laughs> I got one more. I got one more. I have had the most, I have had like what I think must be the most politically correct coffee in the world. So you're ready. You're sitting down. So we were in, we were in Panama and, uh, so we were staying in, there's a little dinky town up on the continental divide because they actually have one there called Santa Fe. Right. And, um, uh, in Santa Fe, there's a coffee roastery co-op. And so, you, first of all, it's great coffee. Second of all, it's run as a co-op. Third of all, it was founded by a priest. And ready? The priest was martyred by the plantation owners oh. for giving money to the peasants. Oh, jeez. So, I know. Wow. Socialist douchebag. So anyway, that's like the most politically correct coffee. <laughs> and I have, I have wow. had one of the most politically incorrect coffees. Oh, I have oh. too. Child labor? Yeah. No, copy Luwak. Copy Luwak for made- for people that don't know is is it's basically the lemurs eat uh, uh, oh, the that fruit stuff. Pivots. and it's then the poop. Yeah. And then yeah, inside is the bean. That's the one that I. Yeah. It is How is that? It's really, really mellow, really, really good, especially freshly yeah. roasted. The problem is, it, is what I didn't realize and, until and after. Quite nutty. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh, uh, I, I actually, I knew it. Actually, at least the, I knew it going in. The, I had a friend yeah. of mine who got some, uh, thirty-six dollars a pound. Right. And um, we did a pour over. What's interesting is, you know, with pour over, you really get the smell of the brewing process because it's steeping slowly. It's open topped and and all that. (laughs) Yes. And it's exactly as semi pleasant as you would think it would be, (laughs) Um, Um, even though they say, you know, because they they wash it. And actually, the stuff that we had was supposedly was washed in liquid carbon dioxide. You know, mm-hmm. um, to to pull off a lot of the funk and leave really the essence of what you want there. But Rob's right; the taste is wonderful. It's mm-hmm. like it's if you were to if you know what it's like to have your palate covered in a wonderful fat gloss, kind of like oh. um, tasting ghee. Yes, but, but yeah. then you get this really mellow coffee taste, but it lasts. The mouthfeel of the stuff is really extraordinary. The, the cool. animal going going through the animal's digestive tract is it does something to the bean, yeah. Uh, uh, that that makes it that way, and yeah, like I mean, Andy may have known what he was getting into. Good <laughs> recording this because this is good content. This but, is actually good stuff. Does, but so, I does didn't this make, know. Does this make 
Go ahead, Mark. I was going to say, does this make the lemurs a little bit jittery? I mean, do they? Do they I, that I don't know. I mean, what I do know I mean, and what I found out afterwards is there are cages and cages of lemurs and they are forced yeah, to have nothing where but I this fruit. Breaks. I was just like, oh, just, slave it's lemurs. My, it's my understanding they're not lemurs, they're civets. They're palms. Civets, that's yeah, right. Yeah, civets, that's right. So slightly related. But yeah, as soon as I found out that this stuff, nobody's running around the jungle floors picking up civet food it's yeah. it's cages and wire floors and a big basket underneath to catch all the effluent so hey bob i heard you got a summer job what were you doing times were tough that, but, that, you know, you know <laughs> coming to the next episode of dirty jobs hey, mike oh, Rowe. Dude. <laughs> right. what's mike rowe yeah, where is he where is yeah, he exactly hey he's my big brother as far as voiceover goes he might not be on television anymore but that guy still makes a shit ton of bank doing voiceovers. Is he's that still, right? He's still the de facto voice for the Discovery Channel. He Absolutely. Still does yeah. Dirtiest catch, yeah. gold rush, all that bullshit. Uh, yeah, most, yeah. Uh, most dangerous catch, yeah. So, no, I, I, um, well, and one of the things that's funny as hell about Roe, and this is a story that I actually put in my book, is... You know, most people think from Dirty Jobs that he's some kind of industry person. He's not. He was a fucking actor. Yeah, he was. Yeah, actor he was right in yeah. New York in yeah. in, the, in the early and mid '80s, and they he he and a friend of his skipped out of a rehearsal dressed as Vikings from a Wagnerian <laughs> opera because he was an opera performer. He's got mm-hmm. a fucking phenomenal voice. Wow. Oh my god, you ever got hear that guy sing an aria? He's got the real deal. But they were they were over at a bar dressed as Vikings, and um, <laughs> they Roe had just seen a casting call for uh, a new channel that nobody had ever heard of, and his buddy looked mm, at him and wow. said, "You know what? There's no chance you'll get that. It's totally not in your wheelhouse." And Roe threw down a twenty dollar bill and said, "I bet you I can get it." Oh, this Got is up, classic. Shot his drink, ran across the street dressed as a Viking <laughs> and got hired on the spot. And that job was for QVC. I and love it. Mike oh. was a host of QVC shopping for about mm. three years. I had no idea. Yeah. And yeah, it, yeah I, I don't tell the story nearly as well as he does, but it's not apocryphal. I've heard him tell the story a number of times. <laughs> Well, that certainly was more stuff, I guess. Keep Your Hat On is brought to you by the Narrow Band Broadcast Network in conjunction with PodSquadPDX.com. If you've got ideas for the show, feel free to drop us a line at TalkBack at KYHOPodcast.com. And yeah, as always, again, don't forget to like, click, subscribe, etc., etc., blah, 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 blah. You know the deal, but it really does help us out. So, so do it. I'm your announcer, Michael Brumage, and I am so not responsible. Until next time, for Rob, Chris, Dr. Mark, and of course, Andy, keep your head on. We may end up miles from here. Again. NBBN. The Narrow Band Broadcast Network. The focus is on you.